I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched the first three Mickey Mouse cartoons that were created. We watched them in the order that they were made, not the order they were released, which is important. So those cartoons are Plain Crazy, The Gallopin' Gaucho, and Steamboat Willie, which is the third. That third one is thought of as the very first Mickey cartoon, but it was not the first one created. Who wants to do a spoiler-free plot synopsis? Oh, okay, twist my arm. I'll do it. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I was about to be like, um, that's not going to happen on mine. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, they're all pretty simple cartoons. Uh, fortunately for me, explaining them. Plain Crazy um, it features Mickey trying to create a plane. Uh, the first attempt goes very badly. The second attempt does actually get into the air and Minnie goes with him. They go on a little flying adventure with some shenanigans. And then due to Mickey um, and his creepy bad decisions, Minnie abandons him and the plane crashes. That's the, that's that short. The Galpin Gaucho is arguably even more easy to explain. Uh, Mickey finds Minnie dancing in a bar and then Pete comes and steals Minnie and Mickey goes and rescues her. And Steamboat Willie is Mickey works on a ship. He works underneath Pete. This is Pete as least villainous. He's just kind of a mean boss rather than an overt villain. And they they work on a steamboat. They pick up some things at a dock and Minnie barely misses them. But Mickey manages to use a crane to pick her up off the shore. She's running after the ship. And then Mickey and Minnie proceed to make a bunch of music often involving being abusive to animals <laughs> just for the fun of it. Um, and then at the end, Pete is like, hey, stop slacking off and makes Mickey get back to work. And that's that short. So what did we think of these shorts? <sighs> Woof. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not of a fan. any of them? Um, Steamboat Willie. Okay. Okay. That's, that's kind of what I figured. How about you, babe? I think the sound really does a lot. Yeah. Uh, it was... You're like, oh, this is so nice having sound. Yeah, it was immediately more interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Especially Steamboat Willie, because that one was... That one was clearly made for it. Like, the difference between... The, the original two weren't made with the intent to have synchronized sound, um, but then were later given synchronized, synchronized sound tracks. But it's clear that it's kind of added on in post rather than the shorts having been designed with that in mind like Steamboat Willie clearly was. Yeah, yeah, where it's just like, let's do music, which makes a lot of sense. I think where it's like the most dark is some in Galpin Gaucho, where like Pete like keeps moving his mouth and like doing things where it sounds like he would make sound, but they don't have anything. Yeah, there were some interesting character things to talk about. They were fine. There were things that I didn't like about them, so... They're certainly not the best that Mickey has to offer, even if one of them is, like, the iconic old Mickey short. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... He has a lot of them that are better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, these shorts are fascinating, and um, arguably I would recommend people watch them just to kind of see how Mickey starts, but um, they're not necessarily amazing cartoons in their own right. Let's get specific. 
Uh, let's start with Plain Crazy, and I have some uh, fun facts for that. And the first one is actually sort of about the short, but also just about Mickey's creation itself. Uh, Mickey was conceived in secret while Disney produced the final Oswald cartoons he contractually owed mints. As we recall from the last Oswald short we watched, there was some... Uh, some bad blood and business doings there where Mintz took all of Walt's people and um, and was like, I'm going to keep making these shorts even if you stop making them. So um, Disney asked Oop Eworks to start drawing up new character ideas. Eworks tried sketches of various animals such as dogs and cats, but none of these appealed to Disney. A female cow and male horse were also rejected, which uh, they would turn up as Clarabelle Cow and Horse Horse Collar later, and a male frog was rejected, which later showed up in Eworks' own Flip the Frog series. In 1925, Hugh Harmon drew some sketches of mice around a photograph of Walt Disney, and these inspired Ube Eworks to create a new mouse character for Disney. Mortimer Mouse had been Disney's original name for the character before his wife, Lillian, convinced him to change it, and ultimately, Mickey Mouse came to be. Thank you, Lillian. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Mortimer is just like, it's just got a different feel to it. You yeah, know? no, yeah. yeah. Even uh, if you called him Morty, it's not. It's yeah, just not the same. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So this particular cartoon was made as a silent film and given a test screening to a theater audience in May of 1928, but it failed to impress the audience and Walt could not find a distributor for the short. Um, following the success of Steamboat Willie, though, the short was released as a sound cartoon in March of 1929. It was the fourth Mickey film to be released after Steamboat Willie, The Gallop and Gaucho, and The Barn Dance, which is not one that we watched, but that was made after Steamboat Willie. So the, the, they took a little longer to release this one. They're like, let's have you kind of get a better idea of what Mickey is before we throw in this very early this interpretation of it. Oob Eworks was the sole animator for this short and spent just two weeks working on it at a rate of over 700 drawings a day. Oof. Wow. Yeah, this dude worked. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, his, his contribution to early Mickey cannot be overstated. He helped come up with the design for Mickey or maybe did it himself the it, it's a little conflicting how much uh walt actually had to do with mickey's design um but ubi works it did so much animation work early on with this series um and it i mean regardless of what else you think about this he clearly did a great job with this <laughs> a good job Oob. You, you did it um, this was the first animated film to use a camera move the pov shot from the plane as it goes towards the ground, made it appear as if the camera was tracking into the ground. In fact, when they shot this scene, they piled books under the spinning background to move the artwork closer to the camera. Mm. So, so yeah, that, that little shot where the plane's crashing, that they actually had physical camera movement there. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about this short kind of in isolation and how the characters that were introduced here are, how, what, what do you think of, like, the plot and the basic cartoon shenanigans and all that? What do you guys think? I wasn't a real fan of the ultimate plot, mm -hmm. uh, but I really liked the animation. I liked even the added sound. I liked the action. Like I said, I really enjoyed the plane, it, especially the plane, the initial one not working, and then him being able to just morph the, the plane into... The car. Oh, the car. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The car into the plane, even like opening the doors and making that the wings. That was yeah. so, that was so funny. And two, I mean, think about it. 
it also changed geometric or proportions. Yes. Because again, you know, opening the car doors, but then eventually the planes were, you know, what is it, horizontal instead of vertical or whatever. Sure. And then um, I did feel. Again, even in this early one, um, felt bad for the turkey that he took the <laughs> the whole plume tail off. I think um, that I think a running theme throughout all three of these, to varying degrees, is that Mickey is not very respectful of the bodily autonomy of animals. <laughs> no, not at all. He is not a friend of animals. <laughs> I have a question about that bird. Like early on in the short, there are lots of other creatures helping him build yeah. the initial plane. But this bird just kind of walks in and is pecking at the ground like it's a farm animal. And just like But that- then it kind of, after he takes it, it like has like a hands on hips kind of like shocked and appalled thing. Yeah, yeah. Where where does it split? Like- I, I think we can uh, agree that even before Pluto and Goofy exist, we kind of already have that problem. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in this very first short of like, what's the line between animal and people yeah mm-hmm. yeah the answer is whatever they feel like at the time i understand but it's still unsettling definitely yeah. yeah oh also interestingly some wikis credit this as also the first appearance of clarabelle cow as the cow that's in it and that's just like i don't say. i don't cop to that uh it's <laughs> like, like this is a cow it's just a cow I'm not going to consider it a precursor to Clarabelle until it starts acting more like a people and less like a cow. So this is not her, and the one in Steamboat Willie is not her. Sorry, but that's just, it's just a cow. There's It's a, barn, it's a barnyard, like, you know. Am I correct um, in, in recalling that in this, this verse from the plane that Pete is not in this. Pete is not in this. Yeah, one. Pete is not in this. Um, I also found it. Mickey's in- his own villain. In this yeah, one. <laughs> he is. Um, it um, it was also interesting. I think it was this one that the can't that animals would walk like with their their high knees to the camera and then out from from the camera in this and the kind of like waddle like um it was you know the bird and stuff like that. It, that was kind of interesting because then at one point Mickey like reversed towards the camera. So that yeah, was this kind one of did interesting some interesting. Did this one had some very interesting POV shots, definitely yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that was that was I think one of the most interesting parts of it was and and pretty impressive from a like drawing standpoint. Oop, <laughs> like yeah, there was a couple of times where your your point of view is the from the plane and and then whenever it goes up into the sky and then the plane comes into view as you shift points of view. Like I liked that stuff. That was very cool. Mm -hmm. As far as the characters here, the main ones that, that we meet that are actually recurring is Mickey and Minnie. Um, Correct. Mickey here is definitely at his most rapscallious, um, which we will talk about in more detail later, but he uh, is basically not a, not against uh, sexual assaults <laughs> um, and uh, forcing himself on people. Uh, so that's and he's you know he's also just still in his like I I abuse animals and it's funny thing. But that's more I think a reflection of the car the cartoon creators. And then Minnie's there's not a whole lot of personality here yet. She basically just kind of shows up and is like, oh yeah, I want to go on the plane. And then her main thing is like saying no and but then that boundary is ignored uh but she doesn't 
there's not a whole lot outside of that and her not being willing to put up with Mickey's shenanigans once mm. he crosses a line. So Yeah, definitely he's not relatable or like you're not it's, rooting it's for bad. him. Bad. And I and it, and it feels <laughs> like good. the cartoon is certainly not trying like trying to make him be a bit of a rapscallion because it gives him comeuppance with her abandoning him, the plane crashing, and even at the end he throws the horseshoe and it just comes back to hit him in the head. So like there's there's a cl- it's clear that they're not trying to be like, yeah, look at this really cool guy who's forcing himself on a lady, but it's also like this is a weird way to introduce the world to your hero. <laughs> yeah. Quote yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It, there's nothing redeemable or positive you don't come out of the the short feeling that this is a good guy and somebody that you'd want to see again yeah like if if mickey continued to be like this then the series would be a very different sort of series because it would be about a bad person who keeps like creating their own trouble it's it's always sunny you know what i mean but like very very early but I don't know how well audiences would take to that, especially back then. So I think it's it's clear why they changed that like immediately with the next short to make him less uh, obviously terrible. Yeah. Let's talk about the next short. The Gallop and Gaucho. Disney Studios completed a silent version of it in August of 1928, but didn't release it in order to to work on Steamboat Willie. So I don't think they even had a test screening of this one. They were just like, you know what? This one's nice, but let's go ahead and do this one where we're going to try to do this, this crazy sound thing. Um, as the title implies, the short was intended as a parody of Douglas Fairbanks's The Gaucho, a film first released in November of 1927. Um, and then when the cartoon starts, Mickey and Minnie have the same eyes as they have in Plain Crazy, most notably with the like split in the middle, the line. Uh, but once Black Pete r- appears, they suddenly have the dot eyes from Steamboat Willie. So there's like, they kind of change designs partway Mid-pitch. through this cartoon. <laughs> mm, um, yeah, yeah, which is just showing the, the iterative process, I guess, of these early ones is nailing down what they want these characters to look like. Yeah, the uh, first cartoon, the other animals had more detailed eyes. Um, I think it it varied, but the dot eyes are much more preferable. It's more simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Easier to animate, too, I'm sure. Yeah, it's cuter. Um, I I was so astounded, shifting here at... The size difference between Mickey and Pete. Pete was gargantuan. <laughs> Pete is huge. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, and the old shorts that we saw with Pete, like he was a fairly big guy, but like he was just reasonably large compared to the rest. But in this, and and honestly, even Steamboat Willie, he's mammoth. Like he yes, is a I very, mean, and not just like he's fat. Like yeah, no. he he's he's noticeably fatter than he was in his original incarnations, but he's also just. Very tall, very big. He's a big guy. He's just, yeah. And he's also obviously a cat now. (laughs) So, which, you know, is fair if your protagonist is a mouse. Yeah. Uh, I I have on this, on my notes, it says no bra, please. (laughs) For Uh, many, yes. Yeah, yeah, like having this, this circles there. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think it takes them too long to drop that, but obviously they're still doing it even in Steamboat Willie. So yeah, when she first came uh, or she was dancing like in a, in a club or something when, um, when Mickey came and then, yeah, it was, 
It was just a little bit disturbing how, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. They, they have their little dance or I whatever. I like the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dance was cute. Like, Mickey comes in and he's on a windowsill and he's kind of acting cocky and he, like, yeah. smokes a drag and, like, drinks a bunch of beer. <laughs> um, which is not something he's Disney like, would continue to let him do. Now I'm so cool. <laughs> but then yeah. he just jumps down and he's immediately, like, doing a serious dance with Minnie. But she's obviously into it, too. So it's fun and not creepy, like in Plain Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, his characterization is still off. Yeah, he still, in this short, he feels at his most Oswald. Um, it makes me think of both of the Oswald shorts we watched, Oh, What a Night and uh, Trolley Troubles, where he's like, yeah. he's kind of the dashing, like, rogue who's also a little bit clumsy. And and that's, that's just Oswald. <laughs> um, so yeah, they haven't quite nailed down who Mickey is yet. Um, and honestly, to to be completely honest, who Mickey is as a character is is pr- is the most variable of pretty much any of the main Mickey characters throughout the run of shorts. Like when they get when they eventually make Donald, they nail down who Donald is. They nail down who Goofy is. Even Pluto, uh, Pete is like pretty consistent, even if the level of his villainy varies. Minnie is consistently nothing. Uh- <laughs> unfortunately uh but mickey it varies and i certainly have my preferences of of his best appearances like the brave little taylor but like they eventually are are not sure what to even do with him because he's the face of the company in a way so it's it's interesting the evolution of mickey but right now he's pretty much just oswald (laughs) yeah not a fan and not a fan of uh Pete shenanigans in this, which we'll get more mm. into. Uh, but again, very interesting in animation, um, especially just kind of some of the... Well, I'm trying to remember if there were shadows and things when they were dancing. The, the dance was just really cute. I do like their designs and, um, you know, their little outfits apart, apart from her having a top and, yes, <laughs> yes. and all that. But, but they have shoes. Yes. I think, I think she loses her shoes once she gets kidnapped by Pete, but she does have her oversized shoes uh, at first. Mm-hmm. I forget if Mickey has shoes in this one. He definitely does in Steamboat Willie, but. Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't remember. I don't know if he does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a very, it's a very basic villain steals the girl and the hero like rescues her kind of story a lot of time spent on the the chase but they're not directly interacting they're just having their own shenanigans happen while they're trying to run with their animals and stuff and then the final battle isn't like super interesting or anything it's it's over pretty quick um this is far from the last disney short that will be basically this plot and it is the most basic of them, clearly. Like, they get a lot better at this basic plot line to to make it more fun and engaging, even if you're not necessarily the biggest fan of the damsel gets stolen by the villain and the hero saves her thing. They did some interesting things with um, their body and, and parts, not as, I mean, like, we've some of the things that we saw with was it Felix the Cat or Oswald were like, were they like, he tipped off his head and, and just, or did things with their, t- or did things with their tail. So in this case, Mickey, uh, one, one interesting thing when Mickey was, was going to rescue Minnie, um, he took off his tail, he made it into a rope, but it wasn't even attached to him. He made it an, a lasso and then he plugged something into his stomach, which, which was a little bit disturbing, but then <laughs> cranked him up the rope 
with his tail, and then he unlassoed it, and then it just became his regular tail again. So, yeah, in- interesting. The part I don't like is after the ostrich uh, gets starchified, and then it gets launched off that rock and crashes to the ground, and its body, like, oh, just yes. falls to the ground, and it's like... Yes. There's like two lines that are its legs that connect to another line that's its neck Uh that's just like there. And I'm like, that's not how it works. And also, I don't like seeing this. Yes, that was. Yeah. So so again, I think they're still not quite there when they in using stuff and realizing that's too disturbing. I mean, at least there wasn't any puncturing. (laughs) It wasn't too disturbing, but but I just don't like it. I mean, I just mean is there wasn't any puncturing in any of this. Oh, and the. Um. The ostrich thing that you brought up. Yeah. At that point, Mickey just is like, ah, forget it. And just leaves the bird like that and, and and walks away. But then at the end of the cartoon, the bird's just waiting there at Pete's house. And I'm like, why would you go back to him? <laughs> I know. He left you in a bad just, way. <laughs> yes. Plus he starched you and all. Yeah. Mickey is just not kind to animals at all. Nope. Let's start talking about the one, the only Steamboat Willie. Uh, Steamboat Willie was the third of Mickey's films to be produced, but the first to be distributed because Walt Disney, having seen the jazz singer, had committed himself to produce one of the first fully synchronized sound cartoons. Steamboat Willie is especially notable for being one of the first cartoons with synchronized sound. However, the first one was Song Cartoons by the Fleischer Studios in 1924. However, the Song Cartoons failed to keep the sound fully synchronized, while Steamboat Willie was produced using a clip track to keep his musicians on the beat. Music for Steamboat Willie included the song Steamboat Bill and Turkey in the Straw, the latter being a composition popularized within minstrelsy during the 19th century. The title of the film might be a parody of the Buster Keaton film Steamboat Bill Jr. from 1928, but uh, that is itself a reference to the Steamboat Bill song by Collins, so... Who knows? Um, Dis- Walt Disney himself performed all of the voices in the film, although there's little intelligible dialogue. Um, there was initially some doubt among the animators that a sound cartoon would appear believable enough. So before the actual official soundtrack was produced, Disney arranged for a screening of the film to a test audience with live sound to accompany it. The screening took place on July 29th with Steamboat Willie only partly finished. The audience sat in a room adjoining Walt's office. Roy placed the movie projector outdoors and the film was projected through a window so that the sound of the projector would not interfere with the live sound. Ubi worked set up a bedsheet behind the movie screen behind which he placed a microphone connected to speakers where the audience would sit. The live sound was produced from behind the bedsheet. Wilfred Jackson played the music on a mouth organ, Oob Ewerks banged on pots and pans for the percussion segment, and Johnny Cannon provided sound effects with various devices, including slide whistles and spittoons for bells. Walt himself provided what little dialogue there was to the film, mostly grunts, laughs, and squawks. After several practices, they were ready for the audience, which consisted of Disney employees and their wives. Mm -hmm. The response of the audience was extremely positive, and it gave Walt the confidence to move forward and complete the film. He said later, in recalling this first viewing, the effect on our little audience was nothing less than electric. They responded almost instinctively to this union of sound and motion. I thought they were kidding me, so they put me in the audience and ran the action again. It was terrible, but it was wonderful, and it was something new. Ewerk said, I've never been so thrilled in my life. Nothing since has ever equaled it. Wow, that's neat. Yeah. I did really, and you could tell the difference 
in Steamboat Willie that the sound was was supposed to. Steamboat Willie is just like entirely based around having sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> so. and it and it and it really did enhance it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at the beginning it had the effect of like a movie that's made for 3D where it's like, oh, I put my hand out. <laughs> there was some stuff that like the slide whistle and things like that. It's like, like oh, that. there's sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it, 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 eventually it'll be not novel. <laughs> and so it's just like a thing that goes with it. Yeah, definitely in the wake of this cartoon, there's some Mickey cartoons, but especially there are competitors who basically like have cartoons that have no real plot and it's just the characters dancing or banging against things and stuff to make sound that's synchronized and it's like most of those don't hold up anymore because they're just entirely based around that with no even character work yeah. steamboat willie does at least have some character work um even if there is a large portion of the cartoon that is just devoted to various sounds being made mostly through animals. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it because of how successful this is, it sparks a wave of, of imitators that are just purely based around this new novelty. Um, whereas Disney, they do, a, they do, they have some of those that are kind of too based in that, but for the most part, Disney keeps focusing on, characters and just doing more interesting things with these shorts instead of just relying on the sound as the only thing that's putting butts in seats yeah um i really did like the animation on this and this is one of the best um oh quality versions of this that i've ever seen oh yeah so i really enjoyed i really enjoyed this that. is the the disney plus actually has this version on their thing oh sorry just real quick I just remembered because it was in a section that I didn't write down, but some versions of this are censored a little bit. Um, there's a particular scene that they remove because of animal cruelty. Can you guess which scene it is? Uh, the pigs. It's the pigs. Oh my god! Uh, but obviously this is the full version. But yeah, there are some versions of this that were distributed where they censored that because of the animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, Mickey is not nice to animals, <laughs> even in this one. Um, I did, just going back real quick to us talking about how they did the uh, synchronization of sound and, yeah. and how the difference... From again, from the opening shots, I love the different whistles and even yep. the little characters they gave to the whistles. I love the way little Mickey whistled and bobbed up and down in perfect. You know, it just was really cute. Yeah, really cute. No, it it definitely enhances things a lot, and and it is it is the future of these cartoons. Obviously, cartoons would just more and more rely upon sound to where you know eventually the the Looney Tunes are eventually known for the some of their sound effects but also just their voice work you know like eventually talking is a huge part of these and this has the very beginnings of that but not most of the dialogue is not remotely intelligible yeah um, the 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 um parrots apparently saying something at the end but i couldn't tell what it was yeah it's hard to yeah, tell. yeah. I, I love knowing though you uh disclosing that it was walt disney that was yes. all the voices that a lot of really most of these early ones it's just walt doing it and then even for a while once they start getting other voice actors he's still the main one voicing mickey for a long time oh that's neat okay yeah. like the kind of mickey voice that you think of he is the originator of that oh that's awesome okay yeah, yeah. okay okay um i also and valerie i know that you said 
you you immediately commented with this. Um, little Minnie looked adorable from the first get go. Just her little outfit. She was you know with her little um, roll something rolled up. You know her little her little violin sheet or her music. music. Yeah, her sheet music and her oversized little shoes and her little flower coming yeah, out. Yeah, like her this hair. is a very adorable introduction to Minnie. Oh, she yeah. was so precious. I don't like that the. the the joke, but I think they handled it well when to get her, she missed the, missed the uh, boat that we referred to earlier. And then this crane picked her, uh, picked her up. But of course it had to like lift up her skirt and then attach with her underwear. But then it was really cute. Funny how again, they changed things because once it released her on the ship, it became not a hook. It was more like a flexible and it, and it kind of, carefully put her skirt back down over it was it was funny yeah yeah i like the the situation where she was introduced of like her having a thing that she's trying to do either like play a little concert or something for her to have her music and her instrument and like oh i need to get on the boat it's just kind of uh hints at something more than just being like this girl character to be a girl character yeah it's like oh she's she has musical talent. Like that is, and that she, is a character trait. Yeah, and has a place to be. Where and is she is, going? And is running late. And maybe she. Maybe that happens to her a lot. Who knows? Yeah, this is the D and D in me, D and D player in me. But it's like she's a little bard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pete is. I I like this as the world's introduction to Pete because it kind of shows the the different ways that Pete can be. Sometimes he's an overt villain, like in the Gallop and Gaucho, where he's just stealing a, a woman. But sometimes he's just kind of like a mean and gruff boss, but he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's just he's just the, the captain of the steamboat, you know? My guess is that Mickey's not supposed to be captaining the boat. Like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not necessarily that he's getting on his case. It's like, no, he has a worker who's slacking off yeah. In, yeah. in a place he's not supposed to be in. And then at the end of the short, he's like, why are you messing with all these animals? Go peel some potatoes and do something useful for this ship, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I like it because I feel like this lays the groundwork for like goof troop version of Pete, you know, like the versions of Pete that's just kind of a guy. And I like the the many faceted versions of Pete. I like that he can be so variable on the villain scale and sometimes even not necessarily a villain. Like, it's arguable that he's even a villain here other than he is somewhat opposed to who our ostensible hero is. But also our ostensible hero is like not being a very good crewmate. No, <laughs> so. no. And it was, yeah, I, I do like... I do like that side of being a little scamp as far as Mickey. You know, he's just yeah. like, he's just like goof, goofing off. This is and just it was, enough. <laughs> it was hilarious when Pete comes and, you know, he's doing all the music stuff and how he's just kind of tried to slough it off like he's just kind of almost like the who do 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 do. Yeah, he like tries to kind of walk away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete's so, like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Peel some potatoes, yeah. which is like, you shouldn't have him do that. He's clearly very bad at that, too. Yes, yes. It's kind, of, it's kind of like, you know, um, yeah. Well, who, how did he get this job? I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think the closest thing you have to actually framing Pete as not a bad guy, but like not sympathetic in the narrative is when he's spinning 
uh, tobacco. He's chewing tobacco. Yeah, and it hits the bell. He's like, oh, that's neat. And he tries to do it again, but then it hits his face. Yeah. <laughs> so that just, like, undermines him. Yeah, yeah. From the story's point of view. But yeah. it also, it's also, like, an interesting little character thing of, like, sure. look at this, look at this dork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, he's big and threatening, but then also, he's not that threatening. Look what he just did to himself. Yeah, it's... It's like a peek into something where, like, you a thing that you hope nobody had seen. Yes, but we, uh, the audience, got to see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else before we go on to the part that our podcast is named after? Oh, a little bit disturbing was was at the very beginning. Then they were loading up the ship for Steamboat Willie, and there was a ma- there was an emaciated cow. It wasn't <laughs> emaciated to the extent of that dog in that other in that like Oswald cartoon. Yeah, not quite. Where you but could it like see pretty- like where it was just like a tiny thin line. It was just a, th- a fairly thin tube. It, yeah, it was, but it, it was kind of. And so then he's trying to put this this big like um, strap around it harness, and it's um, harness and it's thank you and it's yeah. huge. Um, and so there's not, you know, it doesn't have any kind of stomach. So then he goes and gets this whole big thing of hay, and it just all goes in his mouth and fills up the stomach. Which it's is a, it's a similar yeah. joke to the yeah. dog joke from yeah. that Oswald cartoon, but less disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would yeah. agree with that. And then Mickey plays music on a bunch of animals, and, including stepping on a cat. And no, actually, let's go to the part that our podcast is named after. Let's talk about how it holds up. <laughs> I did that terribly, sticking with it. Um, so, so we can we can jump around a little bit, but yeah, since I was already starting to talk about it, um, Mickey's very cruel to animals in Steamboat Willie. He steps on a cat and then like. Uh, does it around in a circle above his head by the tail. Um, he's like pulling on little piglets tails and poking the nipples of an adult pig. Um, he's, uh, squeal. yes. To the tune of, uh, turkey in the straw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's playing, playing the teeth, like xylophones on a cow and just like, all. there's all sorts of stuff. Oh, the duck, the duck too. He grabs the duck and plays it like a bagpipe or something. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Just not kind to animals, but it's like, these are cartoon animals and clearly the, the animators just think it's funny. So like. Yeah, and I guess that was my biggest cons- concern with the story. Not not necessarily the animal thing, but that it is like, oh, we're synchronized sound, so the rest is like this music video. And and the story-wise, there was just the first part and then the little bit at the end. And so it wasn't after the... There's a big middle that's not really a story. Yeah, after the first couple of animal playing animal iterations, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. And then it got, went to the pigs and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> I li- no. When it when the when it cut to the pigs before Mickey even entered frame, just immediately one or both of you was like, oh no. I know. <laughs> it was like and then boy, I can see why they cut it. What was so disturbing about the pigs is not only did he pull all these little piglets, you know, uh, tails, but he ends up then picking up the um the mom and making the little piglets all drop off. But then he turns her over on her back. And then again, you know, with all of her nipples and, and, uh, it just got really disturbing, <laughs> got really disturbing. And then it's just like Walt grew up on or around a farm. And he thinks that stuff like animal nipples is funny. <laughs> and that's just a thing that we kind of have to accept as part of the humor of this 
whether like I don't particularly enjoy it either, but that's just part of his comedic sensibilities back then. Yeah, and with the cow, all the ones that had cows, they would be fairly thin, but then their udders would be gigantic. And yeah. you know, and then in one of them, in the second one, um, the plane went underneath the udders, and you had a view that you know we really could have lived. It was without. the first one. It yeah. was the first one. The very first one. And for me, yeah, the worst part wasn't just seeing it. But the plane flew through, and and you could see that that the plane was hitting the udder. Yeah, like it yeah. scrunched, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Just, yeah. And you're like, mm, just this like this acknowledgement of the tangibility of this udder that we are touching and going under is not a detail. I yeah, need it. it's like oh, no. I I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, and then they repeated with that and others where someone would be grabbing onto the udders, you know, Mickey or something, and then they would be, you and know, milk spraying and spray. milk, yeah. and they just kept doing that. Classic and, you know, cow joke. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, it, yeah, why someone, yeah, but not Classic funny. cow joke, Mom. Uh, <laughs> since we're since <laughs> we're back on Plane Crazy, um, so towards the end of the cartoon, Mickey oh, uh, is, is like, flirting with Minnie and, and uh, puts an arm around her, and she's like, Mm, no, that's too fast, Bub, and like removes the arm, and then he's like, "Come on, like give me a kiss, kind of thing," like doing some yeah. smoochies at her, and she's like, "No, I don't want that right now." And so then he decides to terrorize her by driving the plane recklessly. Um, she falls, she falls out at one point, and then he catches her. Um, and so then she, he's, he's and he's laughing, he's, and he's laughing, laughing. And he's terrified. This woman. And then he's like, oh, "Now you want to give me a kiss?" And with the implication of like, "I can keep doing this." And I think she still says no, but then he kisses her anyways. Yes. And then yeah. she slaps him, and then she leaves. Yeah, she just she's like, gets out of the plane and uses her underwear as a parachute, yeah. and it's like, "Bye." Yeah, I'm just like, I want to jump out of this plane so that yeah. you don't have the ability to terrorize me. Yeah. So that's yeah, um that's a fascinating way it's to characterize terrible. Mickey Mouse in your very first cartoon. Yeah, like why do you think as your first cartoon that this was a good idea? I yeah. don't know. Again, why why that you'd think that is funny cuz again it was just just so wrong, so off-putting. And then the second one with Pete, not only does he grab and um you know Minnie by her underwear and tires ties her up with her underwear and carries her off and then Does you he? know he ties her up with her underwear. Well, kind of he like pulls it up. Oh, he like pulls it up like a bag. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he does. And then and then her hindquarter, you know, her legs and stuff, or is what shows of her when well, he's running yeah. with her. But then he takes her to like his house and locks the door and goes up it's there. It's like a multi-story and then, house. And then she's then he has her hanging on the wall in handcuffs. I mean, the whole he's the thing, bad guy, Ma. It's so disturbing. Like, <laughs> yes. seriously, why they think that's okay? I, he's the bad guy, Mom. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. This guy just has. He just has chains in his, in yeah. his home. It's like, it says oh, yes. some very bad things That's about this movie. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like some murder like movie stuff. Like, you that know? was there before. Very disturbing. Yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. Very, very disturbing. These are hung on the wall, so there has to be something that anchors them there. It, like, starts off as a strong level of, of evil for Pete, and then once you see the chains, you're like, oh, no, this this is an extremely evil version of me. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I, it just makes me wonder. Come on, Walt, they're, where their where their minds at? Thinking he doesn't that this get is a great okay. deal of comeuppance either. I feel like he gets punished more for his villainy in later shorts. And this one, he's like, 
he gets a thing dunked on his head and that apparently incapacitates him enough for them to go away. But yeah. like, it's not very significant. <laughs> they, they certainly play up him getting his comeuppance more in later cartoons. Yeah. And then, then in Steamboat Willie, um, Mickey and Minnie don't seem to like get together. I don't think. Um, Minnie disappears after Pete comes. Yeah. But again, Mickey is horrible with all the animals. He's just like, he's just abusing all the animals and laughing. And, you know, again, yeah, just contorting them. I think towards the end of doing stuff, Mickey goes near the goat again and you see her briefly. But yeah, she, after Mickey starts playing music, Minnie doesn't really have much else to do in that cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Presumably... She keeps riding on the boat. I mean, I, I assume Pete's probably fine with it. So, I yeah. don't know. And it, he doesn't seem like he... There's no indication that this version of Pete is lecherous and cruel. So, like, you know. Yeah. They probably had a chill time while Mickey sulked and destroyed some potatoes. Yeah, he also threw the, yeah, the potatoes at the parrot. We don't know what happened to the parrot. The, the parrot, parrot kind of deserved it, him, though. But, yeah. <laughs> the parrot was arguably the animal that most deserved any amount of cruelty just because it had been laughing at him. Which is, like, it's still obviously, like, mean to do that to a parrot. But at least there was some sort of precedent, unlike the other animals who did literally nothing to deserve it. Yeah, I'm sure they have this contentious relationship of... Mickey getting punished and the parrot being like, hi, you dummy. Yeah, yeah. So. So Pete's a cat and Mickey abuses a cat. And I'm wondering what Pete and and that, what their relationship is between Pete and that cat. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking like, it was that his his son is the take a child to work day? (laughs) I was thinking more like a Pluto situation where it's maybe his pet, but. Uh, Probably. But yeah, anything else about in this how's it hold up section for these three cartoons? I don't think so. Then let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. How are we doing this over the three? Which was your least favorite cartoon? Least favorite cartoon? Yes. Um, of these three, which was your least favorite? Gosh, it's kind of a toss up because I don't like the end. For of the me, it's one, super easy. It's plain it's crazy. One, yeah. I feel like plain crazy has the least interesting plot. And then just Mickey being like that is too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah, me too. I just mean is I just really don't like the disturbing part about Pete in the second one. But I would have to say, yeah, I think it's more disturbing for me to see Mickey horrible than Pete horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess even though there was that interesting, like, perspective stuff in Plain Crazy. That part was interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I think maybe I like the dancing stuff more. I guess I'll go with Plain Crazy. Which was your favorite short? Steamboat Willie for me. Yeah, the first part made Steamboat Willie. I think when I first watched these years ago, I preferred Gallop and Gaucho just because I liked that it had more of a plot. But the more I think about Steamboat Willie and just some of the implications of like the characterization for for Pete and for Minnie and stuff, like, yeah, I I think Steamboat Willie, um, it, it certainly of the three most deserved to be the beginning of the Mickey Mouse series. I think it most clearly establishes these three characters. So, yeah. Yeah. And not in as extreme ways as some of the other ones. Yeah. Kind of giving a hint or a a flavor of their personality is is better than like establishing it to such extremes. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy. Is uh, the worst. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is uh, kidnaps people. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, What was your least favorite scene out of any of them? Uh, for me, it's definitely Mickey uh, being creepy to many and playing crazy. 
I think I I need more than one scene, honey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, Keith, pick your least favorite, and then if you want to talk about some others that are close. I think I would have to say Pete bringing Minnie in the house and then hanging her with handcuffs. Um, I don't know. That's least. so that that's like disturbing. It's such a short relative part of it compared know, to Mickey it, hitting on her. I know, but creepy. the gravity of the implications is what bothers me the most, and then. Then, again, almost tied with that, again, was Mickey with Minnie in the plane. Yeah, I guess the uh, Mickey forcing himself on Minnie. The shout out to the going under the cow otter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention. Uh, that's in my notes. What did I say? Yeah, I said don't like it. Didn't like hitting udders. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> Did not like, but uh, then again, a really strong also contender was the pigs. Uh, oh yeah, that's definitely the, the least favorite part was, of Steamboat Willie. Yeah, I mean, so like I said, I really have one well, in each of them. Either probably the pigs, but also runner-up mention to when Pete's teeth separate as he spits <laughs> stuff out. Ooh, yeah, that was gross. That was gross. <laughs> that's but, a gross visual guy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I actually have. It's one unexpected for each. and funny, but it, like, yeah, it was it was funny. Like the pigs is. To me, by far the worst. Like, yeah. No, because it goes on so long and, oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't, like, it's horrible, but I don't actually mind the pulling on the piggy's tails that much. Yeah. That, but it's know. when, it's when he start he picks up the mama pig and pokes her nipples. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> don't want it. Yeah. Okay. So we actually, I mean, I she literally have She doesn't even make one. a very fun sound either compared to a lot of the sounds that these yeah. animals are making. Like, yeah. the, the little one with the pigs. That's all, that's you, all need. you need. It really was. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, but I literally have one in each cartoon that's my least Mom, favorite. do you think you're better than us? Yes. No, Fine. My, <laughs> least, my least favorite part of Gallop and Gaucho is the part with the ostrich that I mentioned earlier. Mm, yes. Yes. Um, and then what about Steamboat? Uh, the I already pigs. said. We already said yeah. the pigs, yeah. We all agree on that. Yeah, do you have a least favorite in Gaucho so that Mom can stop judging <laughs> us? You are. You clearly are. I'm not. All I'm saying is that it's so funny. You are you as bothered one. by the chains as mom? No. I know, I just right? thought it was funny. <laughs> funny in that it's like, those were there already. Yeah, like, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 um. It's fine if you don't. We can continue. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't as bothered by the bird one. I just thought it was funny where he was like, Oh, this is how you're going to be. Goodbye. <laughs> and then the bird was with him later. I'm like, why did you go back? Right. <laughs> Let's talk about favorite scenes then. You can either do your favorite scene out of all three or you can do one for each if you want to be special. <laughs> but there's no judgment, whichever you do, even if you just do two of them. No okay. judgment, mom. Thank you. My I'm God. saying I'm telling you're the one judging I us. I am not. <laughs> I love you, Mom. I love you. My favorite uh, was Minnie's introduction in Steamboat Willie. That yeah. was just the cutest mm. thing. Mm. I uh, It's very, yeah, it's I, super cute. It's like, I don't know, to me that She's like, hey, hey. <laughs> there was just some hints of her character or of, of what could be like she wasn't just oh here's the girl like in playing crazy yeah she's just suddenly there there's no definable thing yeah where she shows up gives him a horseshoe and it's like okay i guess he's yeah this you know yeah because even in oswald um that character was selling Portensia. sandwiches Portensia. and came up yeah, yeah no she in the last a, one she, she had, had a function a, exactly like, yeah. she had a job and everything yeah, yeah it's like oh she makes money doing this but like again Another reason I really loved that her and that yeah. other one was like, but then she's like, 
caught caught the eye of this guy and she's not paying attention to her business and that yeah. just says little things about her. So same with this one. It's just like, it's like she's oh, running she- late. She has the music stuff and she's like panicked and like, wait, get me. So she clearly like has some sense of urgency with yeah. wherever she wants to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's it's, a lot. Uh, yeah. So. I wish they would have kept that up with little Minnie's character. Oh, they the have a music series. thing. That would have been really that cute. Been really cute. And then, like if she was, you know, always doing that or practicing or doing. Yeah. I think that is my favorite part two. Yeah, I think just, like, the thing I like about Steamboat Willie is just, like, the little things that it says about all of the characters, even if some of those things aren't, like, kept up from short to short or anything. It's It just makes them an interesting little cast. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually, that is my absolute favorite, too. I just loved her so much, and she was so adorable. And then my second favorite scene would be, but it's in the same one, is is <laughs> just the little, I know, it's just the little, um, the, the little, uh, the little music going, uh, what do you call it? The little pipes, and then and then Mickey's little bobbing. Yeah, they're like I'm the most iconic part of the short. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, that's yeah, that's valid. So cute, cute. There's not enough voice acting here to ask the Tim Curry question, so let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate them. <laughs> no, we could say what could Tim Curry be? Everything. <laughs> what was everything? No. <laughs> okay. He could. He um, could. He could be Peach, but like he just—he still just goes <laughs> rah rah. Yeah. <laughs> you said Peach. I said Pete. Sounded like Peach. He could be Princess Peach. Let's go on <laughs> and talk about our favorites and least favorites. Not that. I'm sorry. I already introduced this. Rating and rating, and overall consensus. No, Would you we, recommend it? No, no, no. Characters is our favorite and least favorite. You're right. We didn't do characters. Wow. Wow. What a wow. <laughs> Such a cluster. Um, There's a paper right there with what to do. Yeah, and I ignored it like a fool. <laughs> Who's your least favorite character? For Mickey. each one? Uh, probably for each one. Mickey's obviously the worst one in playing crazy. Yes. Yes. And in the... Uh, Pete is probably the worst character in Gallop and Gaucho. He's just like a bad guy. He doesn't have a lot of personality. Agreed. I think Mickey's the worst again in Steamboat Willie. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I prefer Pete and Minnie in there. Yeah, I think I think Minnie is my favorite character in all three. And then Mickey, I think, is my least is my least favorite in all three. Um, I mean, in Plain Crazy, it's literally like two characters. So yes, Minnie's the favorite. I think I like Mickey the most in Gallop and Gaucho, even though he's like at his most Oswald. Oswald is pretty endearing. So I like Mickey the most there. Minnie just doesn't have a lot of personality in Gallop and Gaucho, especially. Um, Yeah. Besides like being a dancer in a bar. But like, there's not a whole lot beyond that. Minnie's definitely the best in Steamboat Willie, though. Although I really like Pete, too. He's just not in a whole lot of it either. Uh, yeah, they're both not in a whole lot of it. It's yeah, they have Mickey moments where they're... Music. Yeah. Uh, but again, like, that's the weakest part. Right. Because it goes on way too long. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would agree. So overall, agree least favorite is Mickey. But yeah. I like him the most in the middle one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I agree, yeah, with, with your, yeah, your assessment. And and Sounds Minnie, good. of course, I absolutely loved uh, the most in Steamboat, Steamboat Willie. She was just adorable. Now, let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate these. Do we have to rate them separately? Yes. Ah, okay. They are separate cartoons. Yeah. Okay. All right. For Plain Crazy, I will say Mickey was not great as a character, but there were some interesting animation, like the perspective and stuff like that. So I will give that a 1.75. 
for Gallop and Gaucho. It's it's a pretty standard story, but character-wise, nobody was really standout. Mickey was probably the most standout, but he was really just Oswald. Uh, yeah, but, but again, even then, he he wasn't that standout. Like, it was just... Yeah. It felt pretty standard. Nothing yeah, he didn't have as much personality as Oswald did in Oh, What a Night. Yeah, nothing, nothing super interesting. So I will also give that a 1.75. Because it nobody was terrible, at least, but there wasn't anything new. And then for Steamboat Willie, I'll give it a 2.25. First part was strong. The extended music part was, was too long. And there were also some things that just <laughs> were actively off-putting. And then ending was decent. Yeah, the ending was fine. So I'll say 2.25. Definitely recommend Steamboat Willie. Like, as a whole package, it was, like, with the music and stuff, it was good. And, you know, historical. So, yeah, I guess i just recommend Steamboat Willie if I had to choose. Okay, I think for Plain Crazy, um, I would say um, a two, just because I, I really enjoy the animation and the perspectives, but I really don't like the characterization. Um, otherwise, it would be higher because out of all of the shorts that we've been seeing, I'm, I'm really enjoying the way they're doing the animation, um, the movements, the action, the perspectives, all of that. Um, but again, don't like didn't like Mickey in this, so I'm going to just make it a two for um, galloping, galloping gaucho, galloping gaucho. I, again, I guess I keep it about the same. I again, nothing. In fact. I feel like some of the movements with the plane and all of that was more interesting in the very first one, but the animation was still really good. And um, even with the added sound, but um, again, not a, not a fan with, um, with Pete, uh, but, but I did really enjoy seeing Pete's character and especially the difference in proportions and that big surprise and all of that. So yeah, so I'm going to keep that, uh, I think also at a, at a two. And then I'm going to go all the way up to, um, a three, I think it would be a 3.5 if it wasn't for all the animal cruelty. But I really did enjoy Steamboat Willie. Um, I just think that animation was wonderful. That sound really just did. I had, yeah, I love, love having sound now. And it just added so much, even though, again, I couldn't really understand what they were saying. Still those, you know, the voices and, and the emotion with it. Um, and then the sounds. Just really fun. So I, I think I'm going to say overall for that one, a, a three. Um, because of the animal cruelty. Otherwise, it would be 3.5. Uh, yeah, I'll do two for Plain Crazy. Uh, 2.25 for Gallop and Gaucho. And 2.5 for uh, Steamboat Willie. I think you should watch all of them. They're not long and it's really fascinating the way in the ways in which Mickey varies as a character, like how much they're kind of struggling to choose what they want him to be, um, I think is really interesting. Really eye opening. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd be really surprised. Or like, <laughs> um, what? less surprised if you listen to us talk about it here, but yeah. still, um, but yeah, I, I think they're worth watching at least once just because of they're they're fascinating in that respect. Uh, Steamboat Willie's the only one that I would probably, really ever watch again but even then there's there's a lot of better shorts so i'm not going to rate it too high um this is the beginning of the mickey mouse series it gets a lot better um but i think i think this is a very fascinating beginning and i think steamboat willie is is a pretty worthy start for the series so yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't think I made clear, but yes, I would also very much recommend Steamboat Willie. The other two, mm, I mean, again, not, not bad, but, um, but definitely Steamboat Willie, I think is worth watching. Thank you guys very much for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys. Next so time much. we'll watch some other short, uh, <laughs> probably another Mickey, but we're not too far away from the very first Looney Tunes. Can we go back and see the one, the, uh, Fleischer Brothers sound one. Is that worth it? Oh, the sound cartoons? I don't even know where to find that, but oh, I can look okay. into it. Yeah, that would be I'd interesting. It's from like 1924, so it's I know older. It's, I know, but... but if I could find it, yeah, or, like, or one of them, it it was a series. Oh, uh, okay. So, okay. yeah. I don't know how... I don't think it's been preserved as well as Out of the Inkwell. Summer. But I can look into it. But yeah, next time we'll watch another cartoon. And yeah. then on the main episode, we're going to watch a movie, you know. <laughs> you know, just normal stuff. Yes, yeah, just, just normal, <laughs> just normal stuff with this podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you all so much. Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreoncom slash user question mark u equals. Two seven nine zero five six six. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Mom, do you think you're better than us? Yes.